Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you once again for joining us here. You know, as a child of God, um, there's uh, there's doctrines that we hear that can be so harmful. So one of them that I see is this doctrine of like, man, everything in life, everything about the Christian life is put off into eternity. Like there used to be this doctrine that was like, hey, the promised land, getting into the promised land was talking about eternity. When you make it into the promised land, you know, like our whole life, we were just out in the wilderness struggling, like wandering through the desert. And then not on that day in the sweet by and by, when the roll is called up yonder, man, I'll make it to my promised land. And that's really not what God has intended. People obviously re, uh, then started studying and realized, hey, they wandered the wilderness because of unbelief. If we're believers, we're not wandering any wilderness. We're getting into the promised land for ourselves. But there's this this idea of like, I'm just hanging on for dear life while I wait for eternity. And so I want to see, um, cover something that I believe will be in a bit of an adjustment for you. Uh, one of the things that takes place when you hear the word of God um, is that you become equipped. You know, I'm watching this show now, Mandalorian, and man, it's so good. I don't, I don't know um, if anyone out there has seen it, but there's a scene where he... Uh, I used to play a lot of video games, and so something about this show appeals to me because it's almost like you have this character, right? And I don't want to ruin the show for you, but he goes in at some point and um, he upgrades his armor, right? So you see him go through this battle and get like messed up, and his armor's like banged up. And at some point, he upgrades his armor, and it's like this feeling of like you, the next time you see him in battle, he's like he was a boss before, but now, man, look at that armor. That thing is crazy. And it leaves this feeling of like, man, nothing's going to be able to touch this dude. Look at that armor, you know? I don't know if anyone have felt the same way. But when you hear the word of God preached, when you, when you sit under the word of God, what's actually happening is you're being equipped for the future. You're not going out to battle the same as you were. Every time you sit and make it a priority to hear the Word of God, you make it a priority to go to church and take notes. You make it a priority to study the Word of God. You know, God wants to be able to put subjects on your heart like, hey, offense, go study offense, people who took offense. Go study unforgiveness, right? Go study bitterness. Go study um, the blessing of the Lord, right? And you begin to equip yourself for what you're going to face. The reality is for us is we are in a battle. The Bible says to fight the good fight of faith. The first thing you need to know is we're in a battle. This isn't a thing of like, oh, I'm just living my best life now, just trying to enjoy life. Like we're in a war. There's something at stake. There will be a time where God will wipe away the tear from our eyes, every tear from our eyes. And, and, and there will be no more fight because the devil will be put under. But for now, there's a, hey, we take up our cross and follow him. So there's a battle that we're engaged in. But what the word of God comes to do is actually to equip you. It's to make you better than you walked before, than you were before. So that when you walk out of the doors, when by the time this podcast is over, you've got something to say, man, I'm ready to face it. What if I, what if I said to you, hey, I wanted to tell you that today you're going to have an opportunity to be offended with someone who's a Christian, and it's almost going to get you to take an offense at the church. Man, how many times? Ah, you know, I like, I love Jesus, but I just can't stand people. I just can't stand Christians. No, I don't go to church because they're a bunch of hypocrites, right? People who take an offense because of something somebody did. But what if I told you that? Hey, today, within within the time that by the time the sun goes down, in the next sunset, you're going to have an opportunity to be offended. 
when that time came and that person called you and said, you know, I, I was praying and the Lord showed me that you're dealing with bitterness in your heart. And you're like, I don't know. You're thinking to yourself, I don't know what, I, <laughs> what are they talking about? Oh, whatever the situation is. If I told you that, hey, this is coming up, you would be ready for it. And so you wouldn't be caught unaware. What just happened? By the preaching of the word, you were equipped for what lies ahead. What if I told you as a young person that there's a good chance, if you're unmarried, there's a good chance that someone's going to show up and there may be an interest. And the person that shows up is not, there's, there's going to be someone who's not the right one. Before the right one shows up, there's a good chance that someone who's not the right one is going to show up. And every, every time you think about them, there's a bit of an excitement, but then a bit of a like, man, I'm settling. This isn't the right thing. Yeah, I guess it's okay. Man, when I really think about their character and their personality and what I was believing the Lord for, not just like, hey, they have blonde hair and I wanted brown hair, or hey, they have, you know, they whatever, they're five uh, nine instead of five eight. you know, whatever the thing is, right? Not those things, but like, hey, as far as a char- person of character goes, I feel like they're not, I'm a better person of character than they are, right? Those things where someone will come along to distract you from, from the heavenly race. If I told you that when the time came, you would have that in your back pocket. Man, Pastor Ryan was right. And that's what the word of God does. It equips you for what lies ahead. Ephesians chapter 6. This is a, um, this is a passage that will be familiar to all of us, but it says verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may, able to, may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. He says it there, the whole armor, the whole army. He says it twice. The reason for that is some people get so versed in one area, but they're weak in other areas. They've got their helmet on, but they've got no sword. They've got their helmet on, but they've got no shield. They've got their shoes on, right? But they've got no belt, right? So understanding there's more than one thing. Put on the whole armor of God. And then so that when that day comes, you'll be able to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. The first instruction is truth. The Bible says in Psalm 119, I will hide your word in my heart that I will not sin against you. Psalm 119, that's verse 11. Verse 9 says, How will a young man cleanse his way by giving heed to your word? Why is truth the first and thing that it brings up? Why is truth the most important thing? The first instruction. First instruction. Truth. Why? It's because of the lies of the devil. That what you see can be a lie. You know, the difference between a truth and a fact is truth has the power to change facts. So there may be a fact that someone who you know that's a Christian has cancer. That's a fact. That's a scientific fact. Hey, they, we've done the search and we looked in their body and there's, we did the test and it's a fact that they have cancer. The truth is, as a child of God, that they're the healed of the Lord. And so the healing is the children's bread. By his stripes, they were healed. So the truth is, 
But if people don't hide the word in their heart, they won't live out the truth. Oprah says, you know, everyone's just got to live your own truth. That's bogus. There is not your own truth. You can have your, everyone can live their own opinion, but you cannot live your own truth. God is the one who created truth. The Bible says that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the father, but by me. So truth is so important because you can look and see poverty in your family. And as a Christian, that's a lie because it opposes the truth. It may be a fact for your situation right now, but it is a lie because it opposes the truth. For me, sickness is a lie. Health is a truth. And I'm not living my truth. I'm living the truth. I'm living the word of God. The second thing is is the breastplate of righteousness, understanding who you are. When you sit and hear the gospel message preached, part of it is that yes, you're forgiven. Yes, Jesus died, but he died so that you could have confidence that God himself loves you, that God himself chose you. You know, your parents may reject you. Your mom may have told you that you were a mistake, that they didn't really want you, but God doesn't reject you. He loves you. He he is he's he's chosen you. He said, them. I want them. Go get them. He sent preachers your way so that you could have a relationship with him. And so it's understanding who you are. When there's a scripture that says there talks about the accusers of the brethren. It says, and the accuser of the brethren was cast out because he, this is revelation 12 verse, I think it's nine because the accuser was cast out. And oh, I read this on the last podcast. What I didn't tell you about the next one after the accusation is the next verse says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. When the devil tries to remind you of your past, you talk about the blood of Jesus. No devil, I'm not that sinner anymore. I'm the righteousness of God. So understanding who you are in Christ. The next thing, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. This is for every believer to be able to be prepared to give an account for why you're a Christian. Hey, how to become a Christian. If someone walked up to you and said, oh, I see you're wearing a Christian t-shirt. I want to become a Christian. How do I become a Christian? Would you know how to lead them in a sinner's prayer? Would you know how to lead them to Jesus? If someone, someone came up and just said, bro, why do you believe in Jesus? Would you be able to walk them through the gospel? Not over two hours, but to tell them, hey, I believe in, I believe in God. The way you can know God is, is through Jesus Christ. Jesus died. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The only way to heaven is through Jesus. There's no name under heaven and earth by which man can be saved. Can you lead someone through the gospel? If you can't, go to revival.com, search soul winning tools, and there's a script, there's a gospel soul winning script. You can learn how to do it. So your feet ready to go, right? Above all, say above all, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. You know, for us as children of God, faith comes so we can deter the, the fight. When the devil decides to take a punch, whether it's in our finances, whether it's in our who we are in Christ, right? Whether it's in our health, whatever it is, don't wait until you're sick to start building your faith for salvation, for healing. Don't wait until you're feeling condemned to start building. You know, as you hide the word of God, the Bible says faith comes by hearing 
and hearing by the word of God. As you begin to put the word of God in your heart, your faith is built. Father, I thank you. I'll never be sick another day in my life. Lord, I thank you that I'm rich and I'm getting richer. I'm full of the life of God. Your word says that you were made poor so that I could be made rich, Lord. I thank you for it. You build your faith, the shield of faith. So when so when you've hidden the word of God in your heart about, about healing, when the devil tries to bring symptoms your way, you say, no, in the name of Jesus, I'm the healed of the Lord. Body, be healed in Jesus' name. And you walk out your health. And then the last thing, it says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. What is the helmet of salvation? Well, that talks about your thoughts. When you direct your thoughts towards the word of God, you become strong in your faith. You can hear by the sound of my voice. I'm not looking to backslide. I'm not looking to go have a wild weekend. I serve God. For me, a wild weekend is getting people born again and maybe a chicken sandwich from King of the Coop. If you live in Tampa and you haven't been to King of the Coop, you have missed the boat. Talk about Chick-fil-A and Popeye's. King of the Coop, best one in Tampa. What am I doing here? <laughs> a wild weekend. I'm, I'm li- I've chosen my thoughts wisely. I want my, may the word of my, Proverbs nineteen fourteen. may the word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. The things you think about matter. And then the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Our whole life is not just being on the defense and blocking arrows. It's deciding to take the word of God and begin to fight back. Devil, what you meant for harm, I'm turning around. I'm going to take the gospel and I'm going to go out and see people born again. I'm going to lay hands on the sick. You, can, The Lord, God said, vengeance is mine, says the Lord, I will repay. But know that God uses people as well. God, God will use you to be able to get revenge on the devil for what he's trying to do to your family, what he's trying to do in your body, what he's trying to do in your finances. The sword of the spirit, when things try to come your way, that you can block the fiery darts, but you can take out. The Bible says, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out devils, raise the dead. Freely you have received, freely give. We're called to be on the offensive. Man, I'm not spending another month hoping the devil doesn't get through my armor. I'm, a, I'm on the attack. I'm on the offensive. I'm taking ground. So understand, every time you hear the word of God, you're being equipped. You're going out for battle the next time with more. You're going out with something extra to give. The next time you come to us, so that way a punch that would have knocked you over last time won't knock you over anymore. Man, my armor has been upgraded. Why? Because I got my, my mind towards the things of God. I'm building my faith. I'm hearing truth. I'm acting on truth. I'm sharing the gospel. I'm getting built up. I'm spending time in the Holy Ghost. Hey, and you see things change. And you'll look back in a year and you're like, man, I'm stronger spiritually than I was. I have more I have more insight. I have more wisdom. I have more things, temptations that I used to fall fall for last time. I don't fall for anymore. I'm a child of God. That's how you grow. Understand the word is equipping you. Isaiah 55:10 says, um, let me read it to you. I'll wrap up with this. Uh, Isaiah 55:10 says, um, as the heaven, as the rains fall down and cause, I'm paraphrasing because I can't pull it up fast enough. As the rains fall down, here, let me get it. Um, 
Verse 10, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and returns not thither, but waters the earth and makes it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and shall prosper in the thing wherein I sent it. You know, when the word of God goes forth, if you open your heart and then you respond, if there's an action that's prompted, you respond. Every time you do that, the word is producing in your life. The word is quick and powerful and it produces in your life. So as you agree with the word, when you hear preaching, yes, Lord, that's for me. Hey, I'm of the type that raised the dead. I lay hands on the sick and then spend time in the word of God. You know, when you're first born again, it's important that you read a lot. But as you've been born again, it's important that you begin to meditate in the Word of God. Man, this Word is mine. Spend time on one verse meditating in the Word and watch what God will do. I love you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next podcast. Hey, take a quick snapshot and share on your Instagram. Thank you so much.